This is what I do on a daily basis in order to, quote, hack my way through monotonous tasks. By doing this on a daily basis, not only do I sound like a crazy person, but I, I genuinely do learn more than I would otherwise. I've consumed many books which have been instrumental in my knowledge learning about how to hack my habits, as well as how to literally just make more money in my business. My name is Dimitri, and I'm a productivity and systems enthusiast. I'm Chance. I'm a philosophy and self-development enthusiast. And you're listening to the Rise Productive Podcast. The show where productivity meets business. And what it means to build better systems. Now grab a mug and join us for the Productive Brew. Well, hello there. My name is Dimitri, and, and I'm one some... I can't speak English. Secondly, I'm a bit of a productivity expert. And because of that reason... Okay, I'm not, expert's a loose term. I'm an enthusiast about productivity. I attempt to be very productive. Or any YouTube channel that you're watching about productivity apps and principles. And I carried a job while building a business to the point of running it full time. So I'm decently productive. And in order to become what I like to consider a decently productive individual, I had to do a few of the following things. I want to talk to you about the top five ways that I stay productive. Because if you stick to the end, you'll manage to learn how to manage all of the things with a specific tip hidden within this video, you too will be able to manage a similar workload to quote high achievers. First, let's talk about multiple resource theory. This is what I do on a daily basis in order to quote hack my way through monotonous tasks. So first and foremost, I want to explain that I do not understand the science completely on this theory. However, the general understanding that I have, your brain essentially has multiple resources that you pull from in order to process and create. So when it comes to processing words, math, physical tasks, these are all things that in the theory are different resources. And by utilizing multiple resource theory, you can do things like listen to an audiobook while you are working out, listen to a podcast while you're running, do math while listening to music with lyrics, write a article while listening to music without lyrics. These are all things that are essentially pulling from different resources while conjoining on the same task. Now, when it comes to acquiring general productivity while managing the daily bits of life, like doing the laundry, swiffering this dang condo, all of those things require you to do physical work. What I mainly use multiple resource theory for is for all the monotonous tasks in life, I pair it with a podcast or informative book or video that allows me to level up my skill set, whether it be just knowledge of how to get things done or how to approach things mentally in order for me to improve my day-to-day -day productivity. By doing this on a daily basis, not only do I sound like a psychopath, <laughs> sorry, not only do I sound like a crazy person, but I, I genuinely do learn more than I would otherwise. I've consumed many books like $100 million offers, $100 million leads, Atomic Habits, and Deep Work, which have been instrumental in my knowledge learning about how to hack my habits, as well as how to literally just make more money in my business. And I did those things and learned the different principles around those things while doing chores. If you don't utilize this now, I fear that you are missing out on one of the most tangentially amazing life hacks of all time. You essentially double your time by allowing your body to utilize all resources, in theory, at once 
And I'm not saying you're using all of your brain. I'm just saying you're using the different types of resources that are available to it. That's number one. Number two, I hate to do this. Learn how to problem solve. Okay, I'm not getting on my pedestal. Going down. Okay, there is a general thing that's happening nowadays where it doesn't seem like we problem solve as much because Google is so readily available. So people just like don't want to think for themselves. They just go, oh, how do I do this? Now, Google is a great thing for how to do tangible online task or physical task. Same with YouTube. But don't use it as a crutch to the point where you can't problem solve. Same goes for asking people at work like, hey, how do I do this? The key thing is do it while referencing the material and then try to do it yourself. Also, going at problems with the approach of uh, it can be solved. Surprisingly, in minimal supply nowadays, people will be like, uh, no, that can't be. Oh, I didn't know that could be done. Oh, I, I figured you can't automate that. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying if you believe you can do something, it can be done. I'm just saying, please remove the underlying assumption that if you don't know how to do something, that it can't be done because you don't know that much. I don't know that much. The majority of humans don't know that much about all the subject matters and all the possibilities of things that could be done in the world. Assuming that you do know is kind of the problem. So just problem solve more and assume that you don't know what you're doing and you can figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of left off a lot of productivity hack lists and I feel like it should be put on there because people just don't think about that. Number three, time block. This is a very basic one. Uh, if you've seen any of the videos I've made before on this, definitely do it. Uh, I, I get into a bit of a love and then abuse relationship with time blocking. What I mean by that is it's like, oh, I love this thing. And then I, I abuse time in general and don't time block as much as I, I should. But it's a great principle. By shortening your different workloads into different time periods, you end up being more productive during those time periods by saying, I'm going to time block from 9 a.m. to noon. I'm recording videos. I'm going to get more videos done than saying I'm going to record the whole day. Also, time blocking is really effective for those people who need to fit in extra work during certain time periods or even just have time to decompress. Time blocking is also a space for you to write down chillin on your calendar which i actually have as a block so it's great for recovery and for actually getting more work done definitely recommend that you time block number four uh, learn about the triggers of flow state and figure out what works best for you location for some reason works for me really well and once again this goes back to the multiple resource theory thing but there are many different triggers of flow for me definitely seems like it's location and novelty of location that gets me in the zone that multiple resource theory thing I talked about earlier works wonders on this, like listening to a book on how flow state works while doing chores and then, you know, looking into what and figuring out what flow state triggers work most often for you. Kind of crazy. Maybe figure that out. Sorry, don't get off your pedestal. No, but seriously, I, I think it's very usable in more ways than one. Urgency for me, definitely a flow state trigger. If you put some urgency on the task, I turn it into an animal. I also over fixate on tasks a lot, so I get easily fixated on tasks. We, we're all over the place most of the time. So getting into flow state really helps me hone in on what I need to do for long periods at a time. It's unfathomable how little this is talked about in everyday society and uh, definitely needs to be utilized more in order to help you all stay more productive. And number five, utilize system thinking or if then logic frameworks. I automate so many different things within my workflows. I manage to produce over 100 pieces of content across my own channel and across multiple different clients. And I did this while having a job. And 
it's mainly because of a bunch of if then logics in my notion system, which then turns into automations that then communicate to people, hey, this thing is done, this video is ready to edit, this video needs to get QA'd when it comes to clients or internally. And truthfully, if it wasn't for this workflow, I don't know how the heck I'd exist in any sort of feasible conscious being. I would have gone insane by now. If then, if then frameworks and logic string thinking are things that I use on a daily basis in order to be more productive. And they're also better for making decisions. Uh, there's a great book by Ray Dalio called Principles. And to speak loosely about the book, there hasn't really been a decision that's needed to be made more than once, right? Like most situations have occurred. So if you think and learn how to react to situations that follow a similar conditional set of logic, then you can make quote less decisions because it's based off of the framework rather than you having to make a bunch of like micro decisions within the decision. Like if it's a big issue about buy, gotta buy a house, like, okay, let's, you know, take it a lot of factors. But if you noticed an error in a video and you can fix it by communicating in a certain way and you can reduce the friction between needing to deliver that message by just pressing a, a box in the notion management system or whatever you're using rather than pinging the person with a hyperlink and going through the whole nine yards of that. Yeah, like just, just learn how to do if then logic and then apply it to whatever it is. I mean, I have multiple people that are close to me that are in the law field and supposedly this is how a lot of lawyers think like if then logic is important in that field. And for me, I find it ends up making a lot of things much more productive because I've learned those frameworks. I then applied it to automation systems and I'd say half of the manual work that could be automated in my business is automated. I'm trying to get that to, you know, 100%, but always improving on that front. These are the ways that I stay productive. By the way, if you're interested in us video editing for you or me talking about your product, let me know. There's a link at the top of the YouTube channel about our content services. So if you like this video, make sure to leave a like and comment below. What are your tips on how to improve your productivity? even more. Thanks for watching. If you guys liked this episode of The Productive Brew, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you want to get this delivered to you as a newsletter, please make sure to go to riseproductive.com newsletter and you will get this delivered as an email. With that being said, thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you in the next one.